Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. We have a better covenant upon better promises, and we have a better relationship with God. All these things we strive for and work for and hope for and pray for, we already have those things because Jesus gave it all to us. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Wednesday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. This week, I've started a brand new series that I've entitled A Sure Foundation, and I have a brand new book out on this. Uh, first time we've ever offered this, and I tell you, this is powerful. In the two previous days, I've basically just been giving an introduction saying how essential an intimate working knowledge of God's Word is to our relationship with God. Man, I have spent two days sharing some important things, and I could just, I could continue to talk about this for a long period of time because I run across the vast majority of Christians that intellectually say, oh, yes, I believe the Bible is God's Word, but then they don't fully trust it. They don't fully believe it. They have bought into the lies that there's errors, there are mistakes in it. I talked about some of that yesterday. Uh, I also mentioned that I'm coming out with a brand new series entitled Biblical uh, Worldview, and it will go into a lot of detail that I'm not going to take the time to do here, going into extra biblical uh, materials to show the accuracy of God's Word. You have to believe it down to the last dotting of an I or crossing of a T. You have to believe that this is not a book written by man about God, but it is a book that came directly from God through man. And as it says in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, all Scripture is God-breathed. In Second uh, Peter chapter 1, I believe it's verse 21, it says people were moved by the Holy Spirit. It calls it the Holy Scriptures. The Word of God can be trusted down to the last detail. Now, there takes some interpretation because there was an old covenant where we saw the wrath of God released, and there's a new covenant where we saw the wrath of God placed upon Jesus, and therefore He shields us from the wrath and the judgment that we saw in the Old Testament. If you enter into covenant with God through Jesus, it changes everything. And I think that there's a lot of people that have misinterpreted and misapplied the Word of God because they don't have a good understanding of it, and so, yes, there does need to be some interpretation. We don't kill our children today because they rebel at us. Under the old covenant, you did. But, you know, it was because that rebellion, it says in uh, 1 Samuel chapter 15, it says, Rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness as is as iniquity and idolatry. And so rebellion is a terrible thing. And in the Old Testament, it was like a cancer or something. There wasn't a cure for it, and so they had to deal severely with it. And if a child didn't respond to the initial ways of trying to deal with it, you literally had to stone children to death who were just rebellious because rebellion is like a cancer. Under the New Covenant, we don't kill our children who are rebellious, or most of us would have been dead. But the reason, it's not because God changed and all of a sudden decided, well, let's not kill the rebellious people. It's because He placed His wrath for our rebellion upon Jesus, and through Jesus, any person can be healed of rebellion and the damages that it does. Under the Old Covenant, you couldn't. 
YOU KNOW, THIS IS HOW WE DEAL WITH CANCER TODAY. THEY CAN'T REALLY CURE CANCER. WHAT THEY DO IS CUT OUT PARTS OF YOUR BODY THAT HAVE BEEN INFECTED WITH CANCER AND THEN THEY, uh, YOU KNOW, GIVE IT RADIATION OR CHEMOTHERAPY AND STUFF AND THEY TRY AND KILL THOSE CELLS. THOSE ARE DRASTIC THINGS. AND I BELIEVE THAT IN THE FUTURE, IF THE LORD TARRIES, PEOPLE WILL COME UP WITH A CURE FOR CANCER AND THE PEOPLE WILL LOOK BACK AT OUR DAY AND AGE AND THINK HOW BARBARIC THAT THOSE PEOPLE WERE CUTTING OFF PARTS OF THEIR BODY AND DOING THESE SEVERE THINGS THAT WERE KILLING uh, HEALTHY CELLS AS WELL AS CANCER CELLS. AND THEY'LL LOOK BACK AND THINK HOW BARBARIC THAT WAS. WELL, WE DO THESE SEVERE THINGS BECAUSE WE DON'T HAVE A CURE IN THE NATURAL REALM FOR CANCER. AND SO THAT'S THE LOGIC BEHIND IT. BUT ONCE THE CURE COMES, IF PEOPLE WERE TO CUT OFF PARTS OF YOUR BODY WHEN THERE WAS A, a PILL OR A SHOT THAT YOU COULD TAKE THAT WOULD DO IT, YOU KNOW, that, THAT'D BE CONSIDERED STRANGE. SO FROM OUR PERSPECTIVE, SOME OF THE OLD TESTAMENT THINGS ARE LOOKED AT AS BEING TERRIBLE AND PEOPLE THINK, MAN, I DON'T KNOW IF I WANT TO BASE MY LIFE ON THE WORD OF GOD. WELL, YOU NEED TO HAVE THE REVELATION OF THE NEW TESTAMENT AND RECOGNIZE, LIKE IT SAYS IN ACTS CHAPTER 13, IT SAYS, THROUGH JESUS WE CAN BE FORGIVEN OF ALL THINGS FROM WHICH WE COULD NOT BE PURGED UNDER THE LAW OF MOSES. THERE'S A BIG DIFFERENCE, AND YOU HAVE TO INTERPRET THE WORD OF GOD IN THE BASIS OF WHAT JESUS HAS DONE. HE'S NOW THE SACRIFICE TO END SACRIFICES. WE DON'T OFFER ANIMAL SACRIFICES ANYMORE BECAUSE JESUS WAS THE LAMB OF GOD THAT TOOK AWAY THE SINS OF THE WORLD. SO ANYWAY, THERE'S A LOT OF THINGS I COULD SAY ABOUT THAT, BUT THE BIBLE IS ABSOLUTELY ACCURATE. IT HAS TO BE UNDERSTOOD IN THE COVENANTS. THERE ARE SOME THINGS YOU HAVE TO DO, BUT WE NEED TO BASE OUR LIFE 100% ON THE WORD OF GOD. AND IF YOU DEVIATE FROM THAT, IF YOU JUST THINK THAT THE BIBLE IS an, A VAGUE REPRESENTATION OF WHAT GOD WANTS US TO DO, SATAN IS GOING TO COME AND STEAL FROM YOU. YOU HAVE TO BELIEVE IN THE ACCURACY OF IT. LET ME USE THIS VERSE OUT OF JAMES CHAPTER 1, AND IN VERSE 5 IT SAYS, IF ANY OF YOU LACK WISDOM, LET HIM ASK OF GOD THAT GIVETH TO ALL MEN LIBERALLY AND UPBRAIDETH NOT, AND IT SHALL BE GIVEN HIM. BUT LET HIM ASK IN FAITH NOTHING WAVERING, FOR HE THAT WAVERETH IS LIKE A WAVE OF THE SEA DRIVEN WITH THE WIND AND TOSSED, FOR LET NOT THAT MAN THINK THAT HE SHALL RECEIVE ANYTHING OF THE LORD. A DOUBLE-MINDED MAN IS UNSTABLE IN ALL HIS WAYS. AND THERE'S MANY SCRIPTURES I COULD USE THAT SHOW THIS SAME THING. YOU COULD TAKE MANY EXAMPLES IN THE BIBLE OF PEOPLE WHO WAVERED IN THEIR FAITH AND DIDN'T RECEIVE ANYTHING. SO THE REASON I'M BRINGING THIS OUT IS TO SAY THAT WHEN IT COMES TO THE WORD OF GOD, YOU HAVE TO MAKE IT YOUR FOUNDATION. THAT'S THE TITLE THAT I GAVE THIS BOOK, A SURE FOUNDATION. IT HAS TO BE THE BOTTOM LINE. It, YOU CAN'T JUST GO OUT AND BUILD UPON SAND. YOU HAVE TO HAVE A GOOD FOUNDATION. THE WORD OF GOD IS YOUR FOUNDATION, AND YOU CAN'T WAVER FROM THAT. YOU CAN'T DOUBT IT. YOU KNOW, I HEARD BILLY GRAHAM, WHEN HE DIED IN 2018, AND THEY DID A... Uh, SPECIAL ON HIS LIFE, THEY SPECIFICALLY DOCUMENTED THAT I THINK IT WAS EITHER 1948 OR 49. THIS IS WHEN HE... IT WAS 1949 WHEN HE HAD THAT LOS ANGELES CRUSADE AND HIS MINISTRY JUST EXPLODED AND TOOK OFF. AND IT WAS RIGHT BEFORE THAT, EITHER IN 1948 OR 49, THAT BILLY GRAHAM HAD BEEN OUT PREACHING, BUT SOME OF HIS CONTEMPORARIES WERE CRITICAL OF HIM BELIEVING IN THE BIBLE IN EVERY DETAIL. 
YOU KNOW, THEY BELIEVED IT WAS A VAGUE REPRESENTATION OF GOD, BUT IT HAD ALL KINDS OF ERRORS, AND HE WAS PREACHING THAT IT WAS THE WORD OF GOD, AND THEY CRITICIZED HIM. AND SO HE CAME INTO A LITTLE CRISIS WHERE HE BEGAN TO DOUBT THAT THE WORD OF GOD WAS ACCURATE, AND he, IT WAS A CRISIS WITH HIM, AND HE uh, WAS OUT IN THE WOODS. I BELIEVE HE HAD HIS BIBLE ON A STUMP, IF I REMEMBER THIS CORRECTLY, AND HE WAS PRAYING, GOD, do, IS THIS TRULY YOUR WORD? DO I TRUST IT COMPLETELY? OR IS IT JUST A VAGUE REPRESENTATION? IS IT FULL OF ERRORS? MAN WROTE THIS ABOUT YOU. AND ANYWAY, LONG STORY, BUT THE LORD SPOKE TO HIM, AND HE CAME TO ABSOLUTE, PERFECT CONFIDENCE IN THE WORD OF GOD. AND THEN IT WAS RIGHT AFTER THAT THAT HE HELD THAT LOS ANGELES TENT CRUSADE AND HIS MINISTRY JUST EXPLODED. AND I BELIEVE THAT THERE IS A DIRECT RELATIONSHIP BETWEEN HIM NOT WAVERING ANYMORE. SEE, IF YOU'RE SITTING HERE SAYING, WELL, THE BIBLE SAYS IF YOU ASK, YOU RECEIVE, BUT I'M JUST NOT SURE THAT THAT'S ACCURATE. I'M NOT SURE THAT GOD DOES MIRACLES TODAY. IF YOU'VE ALLOWED THE DEVIL TO COME AND, and TO TAKE AWAY YOUR ABSOLUTE CONFIDENCE IN THE WORD OF GOD, THEN YOU'LL WAVER. AND THIS SAYS THAT YOU SHALL NOT RECEIVE ANYTHING OF THE LORD. A DOUBLE-MINDED MAN IS UNSTABLE IN ALL OF HIS WAYS. SO BILLY GRAHAM WENT THROUGH THIS CRISIS, AND WHEN HE FINALLY JUST NAILED IT DOWN, AND HE SAYS, I AM GOING TO BELIEVE AND TAKE GOD'S WORD VERBATIM, THAT'S WHEN HIS MINISTRY CHANGED. YOU KNOW, I CAN SAY THE SAME THING ABOUT MYSELF, THAT I WAS RAISED IN A CHRISTIAN HOME. I GOT BORN AGAIN WHEN I WAS EIGHT YEARS OLD. I HAVE BEEN SEEKING GOD MY ENTIRE LIFE, AND I JUST WAS TAUGHT TO BELIEVE THAT THE BIBLE IS INSPIRED BY GOD, THAT THIS IS NOT LIKE a, ANY OTHER BOOK. THIS IS GOD-BREATHED. PEOPLE WROTE AS THEY WERE MOVED BY THE HOLY GHOST. SO I BELIEVE THAT. AND WHEN I HAD THIS EXPERIENCE WITH THE LORD, MAN, I WAS USING THE WORD OF GOD. GOD WAS SPEAKING TO ME THROUGH HIS WORD, AND I WAS OUT TELLING PEOPLE. I WAS IN THE BAPTIST CHURCH AT THE TIME, AND THEY BELIEVED THAT MIRACLES PASSED AWAY WITH THE APOSTLES. AND THAT GOD DIDN'T DO MIRACLES TODAY. BUT MAN, I WAS READING THE BIBLE, AND IMMEDIATELY I SAW THAT JESUS IS THE SAME YESTERDAY, TODAY, AND FOREVER. AND I STARTED SPEAKING THAT MIRACLES WOULD HAPPEN TODAY. AND I STARTED GETTING CRITICIZED BIG TIME. AND BECAUSE I WAS USING THE BIBLE TO BASE MY FAITH ON THE THINGS THAT I WAS SAYING, WELL, PEOPLE IN THE BAPTIST CHURCH CAME OUT AND ATTACKED THE BIBLE AND SAID, YOU CAN'T TAKE THE BIBLE LITERALLY. IN ACTS CHAPTER 3, WHERE THIS MAN WAS HEALED AT THE GATE OF THE TEMPLE, THAT WAS FOR THEM THEN, BUT NOW WE JUST SAY THAT, NO, WE ARE HEALED SPIRITUALLY, LIKE SPIRITUALLY SPEAKING, WE WERE A CRIPPLE, AND THAT NOW WE CAN GET UP AND WALK AND BE WHOLE, BUT well, YOU CAN'T TAKE IT LITERALLY. AND THEY BEGIN TO START CRITICIZING THE WORD OF GOD, AND BECAUSE OF THEIR CRITICISM, I CAME INTO A CRISIS OF MY FAITH, JUST LIKE BILLY GRAHAM TALKED ABOUT. AND I ACTUALLY WENT THROUGH ABOUT A, a WEEK'S PERIOD OF TIME WHERE I BEGAN TO SAY, HOW DO I KNOW THAT THE BIBLE IS ACCURATE? AND THIS IS BACK WHEN I WAS 18 YEARS OLD, AND I DIDN'T HAVE uh, ALL OF THE THINGS THAT I'VE GOT TODAY. AND ANYWAY, IT'S A LONG STORY. AND FOR ABOUT A WEEK, I REALLY WAS BOTHERED WITH THIS. AND THE THING THAT PUSHED ME OVER THE EDGE, AND AGAIN, I'VE GOT THIS NEW SERIES THAT I'M COMING OUT WITH ENTITLED A BIBLICAL WORLDVIEW WHERE I GO INTO GREAT DETAIL AND SHOW LIKE 70 OR 80 PROPHECIES THAT HAVE BEEN DIRECTLY FULFILLED. THERE ARE OVER 300 AND SOMETHING PROPHECIES IN THE OLD TESTAMENT CONCERNING THE COMING OF JESUS. NOW, THERE ARE THOUSANDS OF PROPHECIES, BUT I'M JUST FOCUSING ON THE ONES THAT SPOKE ABOUT THE COMING OF JESUS. AND I MEAN, THEY WERE SO SPECIFIC 
that he would be crucified. His hands and his feet would be pierced and that they would um, sell him for 30 pieces of silver, that he would uh, be given, uh, you know, vinegar to drink and gall in his thing, that he would be crucified between thieves, that he would be buried in a rich man's tomb, and on and on you go. And I take the percentages, the chances of something like this happening. If you only took something like 40 of the prophecies about Jesus, that he would be born in Bethlehem. Of course, there was a lot of people born in Bethlehem, but if you took the people who were born in Bethlehem who also fulfilled just 40 of these 300 plus prophecies about Jesus, the chances of one person being born in Bethlehem fulfilling all of these other prophecies are astronomical. I mean, 10 to the, you know, thousandth uh, millions of uh, powers. It's just, it's impossible. It cannot be done. And so anyway, what I'm saying is that when I was going through this crisis, there was a lot of things that God spoke to me, but I began to look at fulfilled prophecy. And that showed me that this is not just a normal book. There is no other book. There is no other religion that has fulfilled prophecy the way that the Bible does. Now, there are some things spoken, but they're generic, like, uh, for instance, Rasputin, a Russian mystic. He made some prophecies, and some people have tried to link those to the assassination of JFK and things like this, but they're vague, and they could have applied to a number of different things. But the Bible's prophecies aren't vague. Like, for instance, it was so specific, it said that they would take his garments and part them among people, and then they would cast lots for his vesture. Now, that is so specific that they would take his clothes, his normal robes and stuff, and they would just divide those uh, and cut them into pieces and divide them among people. But when it came to his vesture, his robe, it was woven without a seam. It was a, an expensive robe, and so because of the value of it, rather than cutting it up, they cast lots for it, just exactly the way it was prophesied in the Old Testament. I mean, those things are so specific that those aren't generalities that many people or many circumstances could have applied to. So I could go on and on and again. I've got this new series coming out that'll go into more detail. But the point I'm trying to make is that the Word of God is accurate in every detail. It is not men writing about God, and therefore the book is full of human errors. No, it is God-breathed. And even though I talked about this, I think, on Tuesday's broadcast, even though, you know, uh, Exodus chapter 20, verse 13 says, Thou shalt not kill, and Matthew chapter 19, verse 18 says, Thou shalt not, not do any murder. That's not a contradiction. It's not one place was translated right and the other place was translated wrong. It's the fact that no one word in our English language conveys exactly what was being spoken in the Hebrew language, and so you have to put kill and murder together and interpret that in the light of the scriptures that talk about you have to put a railing around your roof, and if somebody falls off without you having that railing, you are liable for their death. You have to put all these things together and recognize that it's not just thou shalt not kill, nor is it thou shalt not murder. It's a combination of those two, and the Bible actually preserves the meaning 
WHEN YOU'RE TRANSLATING FROM A VERY DESCRIPTIVE LANGUAGE INTO A LESS DESCRIPTIVE LANGUAGE, THE MEANING IS PRESERVED BY COMPARING SCRIPTURE WITH SCRIPTURE. IT DOESN'T CONTRADICT, IT COMPLEMENTS. AND IT JUST AMPLIFIES ON IT. YOU KNOW, OVER IN uh, PSALMS CHAPTER 8, IT SAYS HERE, OUT OF THE MOUTH OF BABES AND SUCKLINGS HAST THOU ORDAINED STRENGTH BECAUSE OF THINE ENEMIES THAT THOU MIGHTEST STILL THE ENEMY AND THE AVENGER. DID YOU KNOW THAT WHEN JESUS WAS ENTERING INTO uh, JERUSALEM, THE PEOPLE BEGAN TO PRAISE GOD. They, THEY CUT DOWN PALM BRANCHES AND LAID IT ON THE GROUND, AND THEY TOOK SOME OF THEIR GARMENTS AND LAID ON THE GROUND, AND THEY SAID, HOSANNA, GLORY TO GOD IN THE HIGHEST. AND THEY WERE WORSHIPING HIM. AND THE PHARISEES CRITICIZED HIM AND SAYS, TELL YOUR DISCIPLES TO STOP, YOU KNOW, PRAISING YOU THIS WAY. AND HE QUOTED THIS VERSE, BUT HE CHANGED A COUPLE OF WORDS IN IT. HE SAYS, OUT OF THE MOUTH OF BABES AND SUCKLINGS THOU HAST ORDAINED PRAISE uh, BECAUSE OF THINE ENEMIES THAT THOU MIGHTEST STILL THE ENEMY AND THE AVENGER. SO HE CHANGED THE WORD PRAY OR THE WORD STRENGTH AND PUT IN THE WORD PRAISE. AND SOME PEOPLE SAY, WELL, SEE, THAT SHOWS YOU THAT IT WAS WRONG IN ONE OF THOSE TWO PLACES. NO, IT'S STRENGTH IS PRAISE. AND IT'S A COMMENTARY ON ITSELF. AND SO IF YOU TAKE THIS APPROACH, IF YOU BELIEVE THAT THE BIBLE IS INSPIRED, THAT PEOPLE were, WROTE AS THEY WERE MOVED BY THE HOLY GHOST, AS 2 TIMOTHY CHAPTER 3, VERSE 16 SAYS, IF YOU BELIEVE PEOPLE WERE, you know, IT WAS GOD-BREATHED AND THEY WERE INSPIRED BY GOD, AND IF YOU APPROACH THE WORD THIS WAY AND THEN YOU COMPARE SCRIPTURE WITH SCRIPTURE, IT DOESN'T CONTRADICT ITSELF. IT COMPLEMENTS ITSELF. THERE'S A REASON THAT IT WAS INSPIRED TO BE STRENGTH IN ONE PLACE AND PRAISE IN ANOTHER PLACE, BECAUSE YOU PUT THE TWO TOGETHER AND IT GIVES YOU A GREAT REVELATION. SO ANYWAY, MY POINT IS THAT AS WE START TALKING ABOUT A SURE FOUNDATION, AND I'M GOING TO BE TALKING ABOUT THAT THE WORD OF GOD HAS TO BE THE FOUNDATION OF OUR FAITH, AND I'M TALKING ABOUT HOW IMPORTANT THE WORD IS, THIS IS MEANINGLESS IF YOU BUY IN TO THE POLITICAL CORRECTNESS AND THE THINGS THAT EVEN MANY CHRISTIANS SAY THAT THE WORD OF GOD CANNOT BE TRUSTED. YOU JUST PICK AND CHOOSE WHICH PARTS YOU WANT. YOU KNOW, I'M NOT GOING TO MENTION THE NAME OF THIS PRESIDENT, BUT THERE IS A PRESIDENT IN RECENT HISTORY WHO CLAIMED TO BE A BORN-AGAIN CHRISTIAN, AND YET HE ADVOCATED ALL KINDS OF THINGS THAT WERE CONTRARY TO SCRIPTURE. I PERSONALLY DON'T BELIEVE HE WAS BORN AGAIN, BUT I'M NOT HIS JUDGE. I HOPE HE IS, BUT IF HE WAS ARRESTED FOR BEING A CHRISTIAN, THERE WOULDN'T HAVE BEEN ENOUGH EVIDENCE TO CONVICT HIM. BUT ANYWAY, HE WAS ASKED IN A NEWS CONFERENCE, I SAW THIS, AND THEY SAID, YOU CLAIM TO BE A BORN-AGAIN CHRISTIAN AND YOU BELIEVE IN THE BIBLE, AND YET YOU PROMOTE HOMOSEXUALITY, YOU PROMOTE ABORTION, AND THEY JUST LISTED A NUMBER OF THINGS THAT ARE COMPLETELY CONTRARY TO WHAT THE SCRIPTURE SAYS. AND THEY SAID, HOW CAN YOU JUSTIFY YOUR STANCE ON THESE ISSUES WHEN YOU CLAIM TO BE A CHRISTIAN AND YET YOU'RE TAKING STANCES THAT ARE CONTRARY TO WHAT THE BIBLE SAYS? AND HIS ANSWER WAS REALLY REVEALING BECAUSE HE SAYS, I AM A CHRISTIAN, AND HE SAYS, I DO BELIEVE IN THE BIBLE, BUT YOU GOT TO, you got to UNDERSTAND THAT THE BIBLE WAS WRITTEN BY MAN, IT WAS RELATIVE TO THE DAY THAT THEY LIVED IN, AND FOR THEM THAT WAS WRONG, AND FOR THEM THAT WAS, YOU KNOW, A CERTAIN WAY, BUT NOW WE'VE EVOLVED, AND TODAY HOMOSEXUAL UNIONS ARE OKAY, ABORTION IS OKAY, AND HE BASICALLY JUST DISCOUNTED THE WORD AND SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER THOUGHT THAT THAT WAS STILL HOLDING THAT HE BELIEVES THAT THE BIBLE IS THE WORD OF GOD. 
YOU KNOW, the, THE SCRIPTURE SAYS OF ITSELF OVER IN HEBREWS CHAPTER 13, TALKING ABOUT JESUS, THAT HE'S THE SAME YESTERDAY, TODAY, AND FOREVER. THESE ARE ETERNAL TRUTHS. NOW, THERE ARE SOME THINGS, AS I MENTIONED EARLIER, THAT, YOU KNOW, NOW JESUS HAS FULFILLED SOME OF THE REQUIREMENTS AND THE WRATH. NOW, HE HADN'T CHANGED THE STANDARDS. THINGS THAT WERE SIN IN THE OLD TESTAMENT ARE STILL SINS IN THE NEW TESTAMENT, BUT THE PUNISHMENT, THE REJECTION THAT WAS VENTED IN THE OLD TESTAMENT, GOD DOESN'T DO THAT TODAY. NOW, THERE IS COMING A TIME THAT IF PEOPLE DON'T ACCEPT THE uh, SALVATION THAT WAS OFFERED THROUGH JESUS, THEY WILL PAY FOR THOSE SINS. BUT AT THIS DAY AND AGE, WE'RE LIVING IN A DAY OF GRACE AND GOD IS NOT PUNISHING PEOPLE. WE DON'T GO OUT AND KILL HOMOSEXUALS AND KILL REBELLIOUS CHILDREN THE WAY THAT THEY DID IN THE OLD TESTAMENT. AND SO JESUS HAS FULFILLED THAT WRATH. AND uh, YOU HAVE TO UNDERSTAND SOME OF THESE THINGS AND PUT IT TOGETHER, BUT WITH A LITTLE BIT OF EFFORT, THE WORD OF GOD IS 100% ACCURATE. AND WE NEED TO BASE OUR LIFE ON IT. AND YOU CAN'T SAY THAT THAT WAS FOR THEM THEN, BUT THIS IS FOR US NOW. THE WORD OF GOD DOESN'T APPLY. YOU CAN'T SAY THAT, YOU KNOW, MIRACLES CEASED WHEN THE BIBLE CLEARLY SAYS THAT THEY WILL NOT CEASE UNTIL THAT WHICH IS PERFECT IS COME. AND WHEN THAT WHICH IS PERFECT IS COME, THIS IS 1 CORINTHIANS 13, YOU'LL KNOW ALL THINGS. YOU'LL SEE FACE TO FACE. THAT HADN'T HAPPENED YET. THAT WHICH IS PERFECT HASN'T COME YET. AND THEREFORE, WE STILL HAVE ALL OF THE MIRACLES. GOD IS STILL WORKING AND PERFORMING THE SAME THINGS THAT HE DID IN THE BOOK OF ACTS TODAY. YOU HAVE TO BASE YOUR LIFE ON THE WORD OF GOD. AND I'VE ALREADY USED THIS REASONING ONCE, BUT I KNOW THAT NOT EVERYBODY WATCHES THESE PROGRAMS EVERY DAY, AND IT BEARS REPEATING. BUT THERE ARE MANY OF YOU LISTENING TO ME RIGHT NOW, AND YOU UNDERSTAND WHAT I'M SAYING, THAT, MAN, I BELIEVE THE BIBLE DOWN TO THE LAST WORD I BELIEVE IT FROM GENESIS TO MAPS, AND YOU UNDERSTAND, BUT YOU JUST AREN'T SURE THAT YOU COULD PUT THAT DEGREE OF TRUST AND CONFIDENCE IN IT. SO LET ME USE THIS LINE OF REASONING WITH YOU. I AM SEEING THE WORD OF GOD AND THE FAITH THAT COMES THROUGH BELIEVING THE WORD OF GOD JUST LITERALLY TRANSFORM MY LIFE TO THE POINT OF SEEING PEOPLE RAISED FROM THE DEAD, BLIND EYES OPEN, GOD SUPPLYING SUPERNATURAL FINANCES, SEEING THINGS HAPPEN THAT I GUARANTEE YOU IT'S NOT NORMAL, IT'S NOT NATURAL. SO I, BECAUSE I BELIEVE THE WORD OF GOD, I AM EXPERIENCING AND LIVING IN THE SUPERNATURAL POWER OF GOD. MANY OF YOU WHO DON'T HAVE THAT SAME DEGREE OF CONFIDENCE IN THE WORD OF GOD, HOW IS YOUR LIFE GOING? MANY OF YOU KNOW THAT YOU SHOULD BE WELL. MANY OF YOU KNOW YOU SHOULD PROSPER. YOU KNOW YOUR MARRIAGE SHOULD BE SET FREE. YOU KNOW THAT GOD HAS MORE FOR YOU THAN WHAT YOU'VE GOT, AND YET YOU AREN'T SEEING THOSE RESULTS. I'M TELLING YOU, THERE IS A DIRECT LINK BETWEEN YOU DOUBTING THE WORD OF GOD AND NOT PUTTING TOTAL FAITH AND CONFIDENCE IN IT. THERE IS A DIRECT RELATIONSHIP BETWEEN YOUR DOUBT AND WAVERING OVER THE WORD OF GOD AND YOUR LACK OF RESULTS. AND THERE IS A DIRECT RESULTS, A DIRECT CONNECTION BETWEEN MY TOTAL CONFIDENCE IN THE WORD OF GOD AND THE MIRACLES THAT I'VE BEEN SEEING. I BELIEVE THAT'S POWERFUL. THIS IS OUR LATEST CONSTRUCTION UPDATE. WE'RE NOW STANDING IN THE PARKING GARAGE ON LEVEL TWO. AND THE REASON I'M STANDING HERE IS JUST TO GIVE YOU A LITTLE BIT OF A SHOT HERE. THIS IS THE ELEVATOR, AND I JUST TALKED TO OUR FOREMAN, AND HE SAID THAT THIS WILL BE FUNCTIONAL TODAY OR AT THE VERY LATEST ON THURSDAY. ALSO, OVER THIS SHOULDER, YOU CAN SEE DOWN THIS WAY, THEY HAVE A LOT OF MATERIALS STILL STACKED IN HERE. 
But you can see for the very first time they've opened up this opening into our auditorium. There's also another opening way down at the end. So there's two entrances that go into the main level of the auditorium right here. And then we have another entrance on the three and a half story level. And that's where we enter into our phone center and all of our offices. And then we'll still have the fifth level that will be open up on the top. But out on the east side, this is as you approach the parking garage, they have now poured a portion of the entry there. And uh, they've got it covered with black tarp right now. And the curb and the gutter for that will be done this week. By the time you see this update, they should have that pretty much underway. And then way over on the west side, up one level, there is another entrance that's on the third level of this parking garage and they have been backfilling and they've just about got all of that covered so that they are ready to start pouring the concrete and that will be done either this week or next week. And if you could be a part of this, I would really thank you for doing it. You are investing in people's lives and you would be blessed. God bless you. I'd like to encourage you to get these products that we're offering. This book is brand new on a sure foundation. It is awesome. And this teaching is in CD and in DVD form. And then also, if you want to get the package where we are including our living commentary, that is a download off of our website. And I tell you, I've written footnotes on over 22,000 verses. It would be a real blessing to you. Listen to our announcer and respond today. Andrew's teaching titled, A Sure Foundation, is available in a brand new book for a gift of any amount. This teaching is also available as a CD album recorded live from a Gospel Truth conference or in a DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. Also today, Andrew is relaunching his Living Commentary. This updated Living Commentary is a Bible program for both Mac and PC which allows you to study through the Bible with Andrew. This one-of-a-kind living commentary allows you to regularly download his most recent footnotes and commentary on over 22,000 verses. This redesigned living commentary is available as a download for both Mac and PC for a gift of $120 or more exclusively as a website-only offer on awmi.net. Or you can get the Living Commentary as part of the Assure Foundation package, which includes your choice of either the CD or DVD album, the book, and the Living Commentary. This package has a catalog value of $165, but you can get it today for only $135. Also, today's individual audio CD is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give, but if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide today's teaching free of charge. Our helpline number is 719-635-1111. If the lines are busy, remember, you can order ministry materials or become a Grace Partner 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at awmi.net. Praise the Lord, we've got a special treat coming for you. John Tesh is coming to the sanctuary in Woodland Park for a one-night concert. John and his wife Connie have become great friends of ours. He has been transformed by the Word of God, 
And of course, he's performed all over the world. He's very well known. And this is going to be a one night only concert on April the 25th at the Sanctuary in Woodland Park. Join us for a great time. Did you hear about our website? It's new and it's improved. We designed it with you in mind. Now you can browse on all your mobile devices. It's fast, easy, and it just makes sense. Check it out at awmi.net. Hello, this is Andrew Womack, and I'd like to encourage you to check out our Gospel Truth TV. You've got well-known people on there like Kenneth Copeland, Creflo Dollar, Jesse Duplantis, Keith Moore, and it's a safe place to be. You are going to be blessed. So check it out. It's 24-7, gospeltruth.tv.